Hey there! Every month, Annie has a call with our Path365 members and answers their questions. She tackles a wide range of topics from what to do with big emotions, what kinds of tips and advice she has for addressing difficult situations, how to deal with cravings, and so much more. Listen in as she does some real-life coaching for our Path members. I've been on my journey and really feel like alcohols has become smaller and smaller in my life, but I still feel like those three to four drinks in the evening are so important to me. And I feel like I just can't get it right. What do I do? What I'm noticing in you is a pattern that I sometimes notice in people and um, the amount of, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the amount of intensity and mental, uh, heaviness about doing it right or wrong and this constant evaluation causing a lot of distress. And so when we're thinking of emotion rather than behavior, it's not always an emotion like specifically about alcohol. It's how to stop causing so much heaviness inside of you. And sometimes that heaviness doesn't come from it, it comes from like we invent places because like it it's fascinating. We all are a little bit like actually chemically addicted to our moods. Mm-hmm. And so when we try to break a mood or break a pattern or feel better or give ourselves a break or mm-hmm. treat ourselves with self-compassion, treat ourselves nicely, there is something in us that's like, no, no, no. Like that doesn't feel, it might feel better, but it doesn't feel routine. It doesn't feel how things are supposed to feel. It doesn't feel normal. And then, so we really get fixated on, okay, I'm going to invent this whole other problem that then I'm going to try to worry about solving. So it's, there's this whole other big thing. It's like, I was doing it right. Now I'm doing it wrong. I was getting it. Now I'm not getting it. I must be like, and it's like, there's this massive other area of discomfort. Mm -hmm. And so if you are feeling like, oh, it would be really hard to even go 24 hours right now. It's probably because you're having all of this discomfort now about this evaluation of yourself. Are you, you said, you know, are you judging yourself? My trust is eroding. So what you've done in essence is you've like taken a few data points and mm-hmm. you're not making the data points wrong, but you're you're creating this like entire narrative about, um, well, if I had those data points, then it must mean this. It must mean this is the same as AA or this is the same as impatient or this isn't different after all, or it isn't your emotions or like, and, 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 and. And so it's like all of a sudden there's this big, huge problem where like, there's not a problem. Like you had a few data points, you were making great momentum and then you had a few data points. And so what I would recommend that you focus on doing maybe for the next like three or four weeks is just every day notice where you're carrying heaviness about solving this. And be like, you know what? Right now, my pause for me is going to be on solving. Like, I'm going to just stop trying to solve for a minute. Because if you notice, and like, this is like a layer, but for everybody, like, you can notice that we can be really frantic in our head and we have all of this cognitive dissonance about to drink or not to drink. And then we enter the pause and we're like, okay, we feel a little calmer about that. And actually we don't even feel like we're really having a lot of cravings and you really feel like alcohol is becoming irrelevant. And that's where you were last time. And then you have a few drinks. And then instead of going back to that, 
you've created this whole other area of cognitive dissonance, which is, is this working? Is this not working? Am I getting it right? Am I not getting it right? Like there's this whole other, it's the same pattern. It's just different content. So now take a pause from your trying to fix everything. Does that make sense? (laughs) Probably drinking to suppress the rapid amount of thought that's happening to try to solve. Right. And so, um, so I love Einstein's quote, and he says, we cannot solve the problem from the same thinking that created the problem. So there was a lot of probably analysis and, you know, uh, and and often when we're overanalyzing something or when our brains are overcharged on a certain topic and we get into that looping or spiraling, however you want to call it, that feeling is the same no matter the topic. So it can be the same if it's this or that or the other thing, we have the same chemicals happening in our body and that's what we get addicted to. So it's really easy to fall back into that pattern. But this is just brilliant because this is a major awareness breakthrough of every time to start to feel that intensity of like, oh, I have to do this. I have to fix. I have to solve. You can just be like, oh, oh, there you are. Part of me is trying to protect me with fixing and solving and over analysis and oh, okay. And then all that really ends up having to do is um, allow for you to just say, okay, what I'm going to do right now is just something, you know, like, just be like, okay, I like literally Einstein said, I'm not going to solve this from this mood or or this place of, of being frantic. This has been one of the most helpful things for me in my life, sort of across the board is recognizing that I too have, and who else has it? Like you see a problem and your brain gets frantic churning through solutions and you're trying to find a solution and you're weighing things and the whole thing can just like mushroom, right? It can just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And all of a sudden you feel even more overwhelmed. And guess what? Alcohol does slow down our thought process. It makes us stupid, but the benefit of it making us stupid is that like we think slower. And so that highly analytical part of our brain. Now, now if we were going to go into like the brain waves that are happening, which is just kind of fun to, to think about, you know, when you're, when you are in really relaxed, you're in alpha brain waves mm-hmm. and that's like drifting in and out of sleep. Then when you're awake and conscious, you're in beta brainwaves, but there's three different forms of beta brainwaves. They go higher and higher and higher. And when you're in that frantic need to solve, need for answers, like that need, like I need to know, I need to know if this is right or this is wrong, if this is going to work or this is not work, that neediness to solve and figure it out, like that's high alpha brainwaves. And there are, in those brainwaves, you are out of touch with your intuition, you're out of touch with your emotions, you're out of touch with yourself, you're out of touch with your ability to relax. And in and that's what Einstein was talking about. He's like, you can't solve from there. So yeah. we've been tricked because we rely so heavily on our cognitive solving ability to think, but, but this is actually not something that is going to be solved from that point of view. It's going to be really solved when you learn to relax and cultivate just peaceful emotions in your life. Mm-hmm. That's when you were feeling like alcohol was small and irrelevant because this is emotion-based game, right? It's, yeah. it's relaxing and cultivating. So just keep an eye for the places that you start to make the big, the big.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're ready to see how This Naked Mind can help you on your personal health and wellness journey and want to learn more, go to thisnakedmindpodcast.com to learn what your next best step is. Again, that's thisnakedmindpodcast.com. We have all of our free resources, programs, social links, and more available for you there. Plus, if you have your own naked life story to share, you can submit it there as well. Until next week, stay curious.